going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, episode number 218, where tonight we're talking about the Tom Holland double feature of Cherry, which is on Apple TV, and Chaos Walking, which is released theatrically. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. I'm Roger Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Christopher Bond is here, yes, visiting he is. visiting me in North Carolina. And luckily, we're not in the same room, because thank God, right? I mean, sure. I don't know why that'd be terrible, but sure. I'll take your <laughs> word for it. Yep. How are things with you, gentlemen? Roger, how, how are things with you? No, no. It's a nice day up here. It was like 70 degrees. Mm, it was not that here. It was cold and windy and, you know, it is. Yeah, right. Serves you guys right. I come down here to visit and it's cold and windy and crappy outside. <laughs> you brought the cold and windy and crappy with Perfect. you. Probably true. Probably true. Oh, does it be like no, no lower than 65 all week up here? Mm. Should be nice. Grayson, tell them about the murder door. I can't believe you've never told us about the murder door. No, I, I haven't. Okay, okay. In my place, I, it's very common here for a house on the beach. It's um, uh, although I I've, I imagine the room was repurposed, but there's a door in the directly that goes into my bedroom from outside. But right outside of it, there's a like a little tiny shower. You wash you know you wash your body off your you know your feet off from all the sand you incur. Oh yeah, you wash off the ocean, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it leads. I mean. Three inches from the other side of my wall is the outside, and there's a door between. Them. I just the first few nights I spent here, I was just I was like, "Yep, this is how I'm gonna die, murdered in my own place." What what this means is that if someone does break in here to murder, Grayson gets to die while I escape, and it's awesome. Yeah, I true. It. I mean that is true. Take one for the team, die yeah. hero. I don't want to take one for the team. <laughs> die hero, sleep in your own bed. <laughs> what's the What's the Batman? Um, What's the thing at the end of Dark Knight? Uh, he's not the hero we need, but the one we deserve, or something like that. Not the hero mm. we deserve, but the one we need. Yeah. Which one am I? The one, the dying, one we deserve. The one dying <laughs> first. Nothing that we need. Yeah. <laughs> the sacrificial lamb. Oh man. Why don't you deserve the lamb? All right. All right. Anything? How about? Uh, did you watch guys watch anything besides the movies this week? Lots did, of basketball. It's basketball did, week. It is indeed basketball week. Um, did you anybody catch Winter Soldier? No, sorry, the Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. I did. I watched it last night. Mm, I did not. How how is it? Is it living up to expectations? I enjoyed it very much. Oh, good. I'm glad. It definitely starts a lot faster than uh, the one division, division did. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, I mean, we we discussed at length how the first three episodes of One Division probably could have been one episode. Mm-hmm. I would but I mean, this, first this episode was a solid 45 minutes long, you know, covered most of the bases, has yeah. a nice cameo, you know, it works. That'll be but, one of the things we discuss next week, give people a week to hop on board on that one. But I hear people yeah. are liking it, which is, you know, it's a good thing. I like, you know, I just, Marvel is, is I'm telling you, it's just a license to print money these days. Yeah. You know, as long as they keep doing everything right, which so far they've, you know, they've been in the right direction. So as long as they keep doing everything right. What about you, Chris? Did you catch that first episode? I have not yet. I actually didn't know that started, but I'll watch it before next week for mm. sure. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm actually in the middle of the of the still the Marvel movie marathon. So, oh, what? Which one are you on? Um, I think Iron Man two at this point. So that's middle. That's like the third movie in, brother. That's fourth. Fourth, fourth sir. The fourth out of twenty four. I would say Listen. that's somewhere in the beginning. Well, that's the know. first twenty percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's going a little slower than I wanted it to, but still. I'm trucking along. I do. I do like on Disney Plus now. They actually have them listed in chronological order, so yeah, you don't do. even have to look it up. Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> well, what, I've been, 
That's what we yeah, do. Yeah, it starts with Cap and goes to Captain Marvel and then works its way up the chain. Yep. Which, after we watched the first Captain Marvel, Captain um, America movie, still not impressed with that movie. And I'm the only thing, the reason why I enjoyed it because it's like one of the few th- times you get to see Red Skull. So I appreciated that. But other than that, man, I, I'm not a big fan of that first Captain America movie. Wait, why don't you? Wait, I, actually, I think that's one of the better Marvel movies, to be honest with you. I just, I just, it's so by the numbers cliche, it feels like the whole time. Aren't every single one of those movies by the numbers cliche? I don't, I don't think so. I think you argue a, a good. Most movie. of the origin ones, most of the first ones are. Maybe, maybe that's my problem because I think Iron Man's the only one that really isn't, though, right? Besides the fact that, like, you know, he starts to be Iron Man, but like. Well, hold on. I, there, I have a counterpoint to that. And I think you understand what I mean. So the original Iron Man built that structure for Marvel. True. Okay. Then all the other ones kind of followed suit. So Mm -hmm. you don't think of it as the one that's that way because it was the first one for them. So yeah, possibly how, how we meet hero hero is introduced. Hero becomes hero. Hero has turmoil. Hero moves on. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's paint by numbers, Marvel. But yeah. it, did, it didn't. It didn't create like the like the three act structure. It just it created a, a kind of like a Marvel structure. But yep. I think the first Iron Man took everyone by such surprise of how just because before that, comic book movies were really kind of frowned upon. Yeah. At that point, like they just they they were you know they were good for people who liked the lore, but they never like went anywhere. You know, the X Men yeah. was probably the the better of the ones at that point. But I mean, it's not. They weren't. Let's just say the bar wasn't set too high for the first Iron Man. Well, the original Iron Man, though, it did make a character that wasn't overly famous like super famous, mm-hmm. and um, really made it look like, in a potential way, it could be realistic, set yeah. in real world time. You know, and that was that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably why they, why they went with that route too, thinking about it. You know you know after all this time it's like you know that was the one that was the most feasible without being some super fantastical thing no like serum to make them super all that kind of stuff it was just a really just smart a guy. superpower of money yep <laughs> yep a really smart guy with a lot of money it's, it, it, it's, it's the batman thing at the same time just in yeah. a different light but i mean I, I feel like that's why they i used to think about why they started with iron man and not you know captain america or thor uh, I'm kind of glad they started with Iron Man because it. Do you so think are they? they. Do, you, do you think they started with Iron Man because they got Robert Downey Jr.? Yes, absolutely. And, I mean, he's they, they need to they need to establish him as the alpha. Yeah, but like <laughs> like, like like you said a million I'm still, times. No, I'm serious about that. They needed to make sure like this is our guy. Hmm. We want you to know you're going to see a lot of him over the next 15 years. You better like him now. <laughs> hmm. Has it been that long? 2007, uh, 2007 was the Iron Man. Almost. Yeah. Jeez, man. Holy crap. I know, All but right. like, oh, well, look what they've done in, look, look what they've done in, so 2007 was Iron Man. It's two, so what, 10, 14 years, they've made 24 almost. movies. And yeah, look they, at, made, they made 24 movies and launched the most successful film franchise ever. And then look <laughs> at, look at Avatar. It's been 11 years and only one movie has come out. So yeah. in three years, when Avatar 2 doesn't come out, because we know it won't, then they will have launched 20, well, probably by then 30 movies to his one. Well, so, I mean, think of it this way, right? Like, this is just kind of terrifying to think about. In 12 years, we got a full-circled, you know, like, start-to-finish Marvel, Marvel cinematic story, right? That's when Endgame, you know, came out and closed that chapter, began the next phase. 
So that pattern continues. We're going to get to see three full Marvel-like stories start to finish in in the next 30 years. That's all we're going to get is three full Marvel stories until we're like 60, 70 years old. That's kind of depressing. That's fine. <laughs> That's kind of depressing I'm to good think about. But, I mean, there's going to be tons of – like things will pop up and, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I know, I know. Where, where Cherry was directed by the Rousseau brothers. Yep. So obviously they're like they're they're not only doing Marvel stuff. I mean, so is that awful, that horrendous. Oh, Twenty One Bridges. My God, that movie was so bad. Oh my goodness. That that might be one of the worst like big budget performance or like big. Well, they budget, hyped that movie know. up so much too because it was Bozeman with the Russos, and this mm-hmm. is like oh. But like had decent cast, you know, and then that movie was like a one. It's bad. And like, if you're being generous, maybe a two out of ten, and that's being yeah. generous. But it's just bad. Oh my god. Okay, we need to move on. <laughs> oh, I have one one last thing to say is something that Chris chimed in on. So in the past, let's call it fifteen years. In the past fifteen years, we've got a full three phases of Marvel. You know, the most the uh, up until last week, the highest grossing movie of all time, and uh, DC's on their third Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's just shows you where where it is. But I mean, lucky for DC that you know Marvel fans are also DC fans. I I can't imagine there's someone out there. Who loves Marvel? That's just despise the deal. Like they, they all watch the same movies. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, I can't imagine there's someone out there like, nope, won't watch DC. Hate them. Well, I don't know. Given their current track record, it's people are <laughs> might be. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost in that boat. Uh, really? I, I, I haven't met a DC movie. I really, I really enjoy too much. Besides, not Wonder even the Woman. first one. The first Wonder Woman just, is just so Wonder good. Woman. And Shazam. Shazam. I, I, like, I like Aquaman. I Although, see. I thought, wife, I thought Aquaman was pretty terrible. But. My wife did not like the first Wonder Woman movie, like at all. So, and she really? likes, and she likes the, Mar- the you know most of the Marvel franchise. So it's not like she doesn't like superhero movies. She just wasn't as enthralled and entertained by it, you know. And you know, her her perspective is, you know, I mean, you know, she's coming from the you know the female audience perspective, and she wasn't that into it. So interesting. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah. she, 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 it's very. <laughs> she's not here, so I can say she's very. It's very possible she's just wrong. But, you know, I'll deal with that repercussion when I see her next. Yeah, sure. That's your problem. <laughs> All right. This is episode 218 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday at 5 a.m. East Coast, New York time on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current upcoming releases, what streaming, some trailers, and then some movies of the week. So without further ado... Let's get into the box office. No Edgy. surprise. <laughs> Further Aju. Uh right Raya in the Last Dragon claiming the number one spot for Roger gonna love this. So four of the movies in the top five how all have millions in there. Good. I know. Great, great, great news. Ryan Last Dragon, five point two million, bringing its worldwide to sixty. Tom and Jerry, three point eight million, bringing its worldwide to seventy-seven. <laughs> the courier. Two million, which we're going to talk about next week, bringing its worldwide total total to two million. <laughs> Chaos Walking, one point nine million, bringing its worldwide to fourteen point six. And the Crudes, Chris will be happy to know, still in the top five. The Crudes, a new age, six hundred twenty k, bringing its worldwide one hundred and sixty. That's pretty. Yes. That's pretty yes. formidable for you know, a COVID release um, animated kids. That's very good for, even though it's been wait, it came out what. Thanksgiving, the week oh, before God, Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving-ish, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the middle of, or it's towards the end of March now. Jesus. I mean, it's impressive it's still doing, but I mean, it really hasn't had much to like push it out, so. 
I mean, nothing's going to change the box office for the next few weeks, I wouldn't imagine. But when we start hitting some of those big releases theatrically, I'm sure things will start to shake up quite a bit, actually. All right, box office. Let's do... All right, so let's look at the release schedule, which nothing major has changed, but there's some interesting things to chat about for a minute. So this week, March 19th, this weekend brought us The Courier and Last Call, which is theaters and VOD. The Courier is just theatrically. March 26th, next week, baby, Nobody. I know we're all excited for that one. I am pumped for Nobody. Yes. Pumped. Give it to me. (laughs) And then the March 31st is Godzilla vs. King Kong. That's theaters and HBO Max. I'm I'm excited for that. I hope that movie's not bad. I really do too, only because it just it has every it has every uh ingredient of a bad movie. <laughs> well, I mean so I was I, I was the only one that saw uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, right? The second Godzilla movie out of us? No, we all watched it. No, we all, we we talked about it. Okay, I couldn't remember I I know I, I remember I that I actually no, I don't think you were on that episode. Yeah, we all watched it. I think yeah. I was. I think I was. Yeah. Um Alex was on the episode, so I don't, I don't think you were. Maybe not. Yeah, I, but I went and saw that one and I I had a really good time with that movie actually. So I, I mean, it's a fun movie, but it's not good. No, 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 no. Listen, you can like a bad movie, you know what I mean? I I I, I am full on what you're saying. I get you. <laughs> Yeah, I had there's a lot of fun with that one. I, I, may, I may very very thoroughly enjoy Godzilla vs. King Kong and still be like, this movie is awful. I mm-hmm. love it. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. But there's Chris, you hit the nail on the head. There that movie, the Godzilla King of Monsters, really did some it really focused on the family of the of the the, the mom or Kyle Chandler and then Vera Ventimigli. Wait, what's her name? Vera Farmiga, that's it. And then the girl, um, what's her face from Stranger Things? I can't remember yes. her name. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, that's her. That's her. Uh, really focused on the family unit and like the the emotion there. I mean, but it in in a weird quirky way, it just worked. So like it's it's a very likable movie. Is what I'm trying to say that Godzilla. It was it was very watchable. Yeah, I think it's the easier way to say it. Yeah, that's probably that's probably more more accurate. More, it's well, very it's like, watchable because the first one it we had way too much. We had way too little Godzilla, you know, and 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 they blew their money shot with you know within a trailer, which sucked. So I'm just hoping that doesn't. Well, they might. They might remember we talked. I know. You brought I know. this point up. They may have done that with this movie. <laughs> I know. But in the second one, they didn't, which which gives me a little bit of hope. But we'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm. I'm Deathly afraid of them going back to the first mistakes that they made with the, with that first movie, but we'll have to see. Do you think we get more thermonuclear Godzilla? I think <laughs> like the world ender. I think it's I, a it's a fair bet. I don't think we do just because there's nothing to power him up in that way in this one. I mean, they he irradiated Boston, so <laughs> well, okay, I'm I mean, it's true. I'm, but... I'm still, it's, I'm assuming Boston will still be unlivable. <laughs> I, I want, I you know, I'll be honest. I, I at the end of this movie, I want Godzilla and King Kong fighting together. Well, well, here's oh, a, yeah, of course. Well, that, that's what we all want. I don't think we'll get that this movie. I think they're going to set up for the possibility of that. Is what, what we're going to get out of but this. But what one. do you do with them? What do you do with Kong? Godzilla, King Kong, buddy cop, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, I one thing I hope they explore in this movie is the devastation that's happened already. <laughs> oh yeah, like, like, I, like trillions. Well, like, 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 I'm, I'm laughing. Yeah, I think I'm, he's laughing I'm laughing because he's picturing King Kong in, uh, in in police sunglasses. No, no, no. What I'm picturing, what I'm <laughs> big bushy mustache. No, what I'm, what I'm what I'm recalling. That's funny. But I'm, what I'm recalling is uh, Roger's request for a, a buddy cop comedy between Tormund and Ghost in the end. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's really weird. 
Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like Turner and Hooch, but with Torment and Ghost. 100%. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. Where's he at? Where's the guy that plays Torment at? Because I need him in my life. The last thing I remember seeing him in is when Dom killed him in um the one uh, Fast and Furious movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember oh, he was gosh. the bad guy? Yeah, um, yeah. With uh, the Cypher, you know. Mm-hmm. White chick, uh, dreadlocks, bad look. Yeah, yeah. You know. We oh yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we, we did. <laughs> bad look. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited for the Godzilla movie, only because it's going to be a spectacle, and if it can be good, if it can not suck, that would be great too. <laughs> if it could not suck, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If there's nothing more perfect to sum up how I want a movie to be, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. That's a good way to sum it up. That's a good way to sum it up. Uh, so nothing else has changed, but I wanted to, you know, uh, we got those weird things are coming back, which I don't, again, I don't think any of these things, uh, for, for instance, in May, all these movies, and then in June and July, although I watching Chaos Walking, I've seen, like, you know, for, well, you know, for like several weeks, we'd have the same trailers over and over again during COVID. Like it was the, the death on the Nile, and then there was Peter yeah, because- Rabbit. They didn't know what was going to actually come out. Yeah, but like now on Chaos Walking, there was all kinds of trailers. Like, I mean, the Saw trailer is back. Uh, there was a, a trailer for a romantic comedy, which you know I'm there for. But um, yeah, we're getting different trailers again, which I'm I'm super happy for because that's somewhat of a that's somewhat of a commitment from the studios. Just like start changing the trailers around. I mean, that's not a cheap thing to do. So I mean, that's you know you're committing some money to that, which means they have to be somewhat committed to the new release schedule. Sure. I mean, just, look, I just want them to come out. I want them to I want to get back to normal. I want movie, people to go to movies again and be excited. But, I mean, I if AMC doesn't do anything about the prices, they're just shooting themselves in the foot. They need to make things. I mean, if you ask me, just make every movie, every time, $5. Just $5 across the board. And then just, that's where you make your money is in the, is in the concession anyway. So... But you but you need to get people to want to go again. And I mean, in these big cities like Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, you know, San Francisco, twenty bucks, twenty dollars is a lot of money. Oh yeah. So I, mean, sure. I just I just don't think it's worth it. I mean, I, I can understand people like, no, I I will not pay twenty bucks to watch a movie. So like I get it. But if it was just five dollars all the way around the board, I feel like that would be a huge for for a movie comeback again. But because theaters do need that. Theaters need some kind of incentive to get people back into the seats. I, I think a five dollar, you know, ticket price for everyone would be just. Actually, you know, it's a really good incentive to get people to go back to movie theaters. Sad. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be that guy, but you know, until we get good movies back in a movie theater, no one's gonna go. Like yeah. you know, I spent my movie theater time this week watching Chaos Walking. Yeah, yeah, so good, so worth it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All about it. All right, let's oh, talk yeah, about. I bet we will. <laughs> let's talk about what's streaming today. We're taking a look at Hulu, and of course, where would we be if we didn't mention Palm Springs by director Mark's Barbacow? If you haven't, sorry, Max Barbacow. If you haven't seen Palm Springs. You are really doing yourself a disservice because chances are you have Hulu and it's free and it's also amazing. So those three things. Andy Samberg, Christine Milotti, J.K. Simmons, Peter Gallagher, Tiger Hoechlin. You know why I like him? Because he was the he was the little boy in Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. Yeah. In 2002. He's Superman now. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, on the uh in the WB's Oh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Okay, CW's Arrowverse, he's Superman. All right. The second movie is Like Crazy, directed by Drake D- Doremus. 
Drake the rapper? Y- yes, Drake Doremus. Oh, man. Felicity Jones, Anton, the late Anton Yelchin, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Medina. Uh, 2011, that movie's really good. It's also got a very powerful score. Uh, so, I mean, if you haven't seen that, that's uh, that's a really above average. It's, it's, it's not quite about time level, but it's very good for what it is. Extremely good. And here's a here's an oldie but a goodie. Um, I'm pretty sure Roger, you'll appreciate this. The Thirteenth Warrior by director John McTiernan, who was doing all kinds of stuff in the, you know, in the '80s and the '90s, all kinds of weird stuff. But it all, to my mind, it just worked. Antonio Banderas, Vladimir Kuchin, Omar Sharif, Tony Curran, Diane Verona, and Richard Bremer. 1999. Do you love that movie, Roger, or do you love it? I mean, it's okay. I love that movie. And that was like a huge, that was like a hundred million dollar budget back in the nineties. If you remember that. So that, that was massive for, for them, but it just didn't quite find the audience, but it's a good movie. I, I just, it's a one, it's based on a book, much like a movie we're going to talk about today based on a book. But uh, yeah, that's just, I love those movies and I hope you guys, if you haven't seen those, if you check them out, I hope you also. So you, you like 13th warrior, huh? Uh, yeah. It's one of my go-to. I'm just, yeah, it's one of my go-to movies. I love it. I mean, I want you to know that Bloodsport is on Netflix. Okay. And that's a way better movie. Is it about fighting ancient evil in a, in a plagued land? I mean, it's like MMA fighting. <laughs> God. How did that even happen? I don't know. What? All right. Let's talk about some trailers. Have you never seen Bloodsport? No. Oh, you're terrible. Well, I'll, I'll check it out, man. If you're if you're recommending it, I'll check it out. Why not? Do it. It's on Netflix. All right, chaos. No, that's a we're talking about the movie. Oh, let's Trailers, talk, let's talk about the unholy. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, was this a bunch of nope for you? Uh, most of it is, yeah. But what's the real downfall? Uh, the jump scale is PG thirteen. Yeah, PG thirteen. How can you make a horror movie to be PG thirteen? I mean, The Ring was PG thirteen, wasn't it? Mm, I don't I, think so. Maybe not. That ring scared the ring scared the hell out of me. The ring was terrifying back then. The ring like, was dude, when that chick stepped out of the TV. Yeah. Like I'll, I, I will never forget that to this day. <laughs> Freak me the hell out. I'll, I'll never be the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that I was just one of those. Well was it like that's why the the ring is PG thirteen by the no, way. No, yeah, it is PG thirteen. Wow. That's why I remember because I was working at Carmack at the time, and there was just tons of little kids in it, but. Yeah, yeah bring all was, your children. Yeah, all the all the children. That movie was actually, but that movie was also like really good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that was it like was an, legitimately scary as hell. Yeah, that was like an eight yeah. or an eight and a half. Nothing back to it, but Ugh. that's a good one though. But the sequel sucked, and the third one was even worse. Like somehow they I made. Think two. I never watched the third one because the second one was so bad. Third one, I mean, the third one was somewhere in between the first and the second one, but it was still just like. How can you have one great movie and the other two suck so bad? But that's a story of all my sequels that I've ever loved. So, you know, so that's, you know, but like, I, I really wish if you make a horror movie, then, then make a horror movie, make it rated R, you know, make the, stop this jump stare trash. Like it's, it's, it's scary because you're not giving people's brains enough time to react, but that's not the right type of scare you want. Right. I mean, we've discussed this several times. Yeah, no, jump scare, I mean, listen, you can you can pepper in one or two jump scares in a movie and have it be super effective, um, but if you do it five or six times, you're a terrible movie maker. Okay, well, I, I mean, I, I have a small argument to make. Being PG-13 or rated R doesn't, doesn't 
change you know what you're asking for though you can make a horror movie no, scary without, without blood guts and gore too sure well, no, but, the, but i'm not talking about a slasher movie I'm talking about like the ring is a prime example of what can be yeah, done. Yeah, I think that, that that's the point to make. So maybe in PG-13 isn't what's going to break this thing. It's the fact that we know it's going to be full of jump scares. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But we we knew that going into the nun too, and like Roger, you called that 100. percent That movie is almost entirely jump scares. Yeah, and it's here's the thing: it happens so many times. Like the first time, all right, it gets you, but after that, it's just all the same thing. And it here's the thing: the nun is bad. Yeah. So I don't want to hold a movie I haven't seen to that kind of level, but if that's all you do is jump scares, yeah. like dark scenes, somebody jump out and grabbing people, like that's garbage. Try harder. See, I want I want this one to be good because this is kind of in my wheelhouse of you know like the whole angels and demons thing, and I want to see this one do well because it. I mean, it could be interesting. They could go like with their own little like you know their own little lore and mythology on this one and play with it a lot, but. I think it's just going to be a jump scare fest. I'm just going to be disappointed. Yeah. And I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I don't think there's anything. I mean, you're probably that. That's probably a very correct assessment. But I do, I do appreciate them bringing it out for Easter weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I can get I behind do. things like that. I get my. I agree with you. Yes, do this. But, they came, but you know, they're, they're they're coming through. And that East that Easter Bunny movie is not coming. I was gonna say, you know, what movie's not yes. on Easter. Peter Rabbit. Yeah. That's right. It's weird. What a weird. You know, just somebody. Has, somebody's got vindiction. You know, just <laughs> just hold that a whole other year. Just like just hold Peter Rabbit a whole other year, if you ask me. But uh, or you bring it out on like a weird holiday, like Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's Something. what I love about the unholy: is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Carrie Elwes, um, William Sadler. Those are three people that everyone like. You might not know who William Sadler is, but yeah, you do by, by name. But if you see him, you you you've seen him. You've seen him in a dozen or more movies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh so, yeah, yeah, like Bill and Ted is death. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, like you know, Green Mile and a lot of um, no, no, Bill and Ted is death. All right, fine, fine, fine. I accept this as the only thing he's been in. <laughs> yeah, fair. It's the only correct answer is <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I, it's nice that I've. I love Jeffrey Dean. Yeah, Moore. he's, 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 he's yep. so yep, good at what he. I love Jeffrey Dean Moore. He's really good. He plays a he plays a couple really specific like unfor. I, I, it's not unfortunate, but like he plays a very few specific like types of characters, and he just does them so freaking well. Well, Negan was. People hate Negan because Negan kills Glenn. Sorry, spoilers from well, whatever year that was <laughs> five but, years ago. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> has it been that long? Probably has, right? But I mean, he gets the hate for the same reason. Like, what's uh, the the actor that played Malfoy? When people would like on on the streets of Britain would like yell at Leave him. Leave Harry yeah. alone. Yeah, I mean, come. On. <laughs> he's, a, he's a performer in a in a make believe thing. Come on, let's you know, let's let's dial back a little bit. But I mean, I don't like The Walking Dead for that that they killed Glenn, not the fact that he did it. But it's a whole other show we're talking about at this point, man. Yeah, but we we, we can dig in if you want. I'm saying it's a it's a it's a cast that. I wouldn't necessarily see ever playing together that's going to be together. You know, it's, it's a weird amalgamation of people that I'm kind of excited to see how it plays out. So we're excited for that one. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see that Roger was scared. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of nope, 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 nope. I didn't say I was scared. Mm-hmm. I just know what it's going to be. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you know yourself, you know, you know your audience. I do. Listen, I've never shied away from the fact that I don't really like horror movies. i you know, I've always said that. So. I didn't until we, until I, I will give it a fair and honest review. It's probably bad though. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it a fair review. Although I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
Let's talk about concrete. Honestly, you're not. Let's talk about concrete cowboy for a second. This one looks like it could be very entertaining. Rod, you right. something interesting this to movie, say. This movie I can get behind. One is Idris Elba. Two, it's a Lee Daniels movie. Yeah. Okay. It at least deserves my watch. That's what I'm saying is both those names you just mentioned have over the past couple of years, or even further than that, have really earned earned your respect as far as as far as watching the movie or not, they've earned your okay. I should check that out, and it's on Netflix. Everyone's got Netflix. It's free for everyone. Well, I mean, outside the Netflix subscription, but I mean, it's it looks like an interesting kind of thing. You know, here's the IMDb description: A teenager discovers the world of urban horseback riding when he moves in with his estranged father in northern Philadelphia. And Idris Elba just makes it look so. I don't know what the word he makes it look so natural. Natural, yeah. Just riding a horse in the middle of the middle of Main Street, it's and almost like he's one of the best actors that we have. He's fantastic. He's very really good, is. even yeah. in bad movies. He really is. Um, Chris, how do you feel about Concrete Cowboy? So, not my style of movie in most cases, but after seeing the trailer, and I, I don't know, I'm I think I'm in to be honest. Like at just just the the gravitas that the Edris Elba brings it makes me want to see this movie and he, even in the trailer like there was he there's one point in the trailer where he says something and it's it, even in a trailer it's like damn that's good so i'm yeah did I'm, he go so I'm far as to say that he was black superman i mean i did what that was that that was a line from that's uh, straight a line from Cal, uh, Calvin Hobbs and Shaw. I almost said Calvin Hobbs. Actually. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I almost said Calvin and Hobbs, but that's different. No, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I'm basically Black Superman. Yeah. We all saw that trailer a million times. Yeah. That was another weird. Weird one, but no. I mean, at least that one I can. I'm be. I can be semi excited for. You're right, though. Gravitas is a good word that that Idris brings to every role he does. He just mm-hmm. brings that. He's a tall guy. He's handsome, and he just. He's. I mean, he is 007 without being 007. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is James Bond yep. without being James Bond. So we're excited for that one. I'm excited because it's a Netflix. I just so all these streaming services. We we keep watching these little snippets of what they give us. You know. Apple TV has given us Palmer, and we're talking about Cherry today. Uh, Palmer is, I think, pretty, really great. You know, Hulu gave us Palm Springs. Uh, Amazon gave us The Vast of Night. Um, I, I'm not sure Netflix has had that one thing that's, like, amazing. Have they? Or, since Tiger King? Oh, Tiger King. Took the world by storm. Holy! Crap. I don't want you to ever disrespect Tiger King. I won't because seventeen days. It's at number one. That's never been done. It's never going to be done since. So I mean, that's got that's something, right? That's all. That's also a hell of a mullet. I got to give him that too. I mean, I would go so far as to say it's America's best mullet of the day of the <laughs> yeah. time. Oh man, that that I mean, I... he surpassed Kenny Powers. You know how hard that is. It's <laughs> a real person, and <laughs> Kenny Powers is not. All right, Netflix. We hope you don't look. Then Netflix. I'm gonna tell you our show motto. I just hope it doesn't suck. Just hope it doesn't suck. All right, let's jump into some movies, gentlemen. Are we talking about Cherry first or Chaos Walking? Chaos Walking. All right. We usually do the, the- theatrical last, but. I think Cherry deserves more of a discussion. It's a little longer. It's just it's it's more involved. Let's talk about better. <laughs> Let's talk about Chaos Walking. March fifth, 
2021, directed by Doug Lyman. Um, and, and you can definitely tell this movie was directed by someone like Doug Lyman. But also, didn't he, he recently did something that we didn't agree? Oh, he did Lockdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he was a producer of that. Sorry, he was a, no, he, he, he directed that. So I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, he, he directed Lockdown, which is another movie that we're like, why in the world did he? He's also directing that um, untitled Tom Cruise space movie where he's legitimately going to be in space. That's in, yeah. that's in Savannah. Great. That's in Savannah right now being shot. Um, yeah, he's, Wait, oh, I, thought, he's, I, thought, I thought it was going to be shot in space. I don't know. I, I heard he was going to like, they're putting Tom Cruise legitimately in space to get one or two of the shots. I don't know how true that is, but. Doug Lyman, let's talk about your most recent disaster of Chaos Walking. <laughs> wow. Please? Coming in hard. Well, you know, the funniest thing is, well, listen, this is, I mean, some of the major Doug Lyman movies, for people that don't know, he does one of my favorite movies of uh, Edge of Tomorrow. And this is so far off of that scale. <laughs> <laughs> Uncomparable, <laughs> even, right? That is a hell of a movie. Dude. <laughs> If Edge of Tomorrow is a ballpark, this is 50 blocks away in the middle of downtown. <laughs> you know, so Live, Die, and Repeat, we, we know, you know, has been greenlit. That's the sequel to Edge of Tomorrow. That's, yes, and it should be made today so I can a, watch it tomorrow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's actually been recently, recently moved from um, announced to pre-production. So that means they have an office open and everything. So that, that's going. That's you should have got in on that. Yeah, because I have that much choice. <laughs> I, I, I would love to. Uh, maybe one day. One day. All right, let's talk about it, guys. What did you guys think about Chaos Walking? All right, before before I start to beat this movie up, because I really don't want to beat it up the whole time, uh, I want to ask you guys a couple of questions. I'll, I'll talk about the particulars here in just a second. Um, let me ask you guys a question about how this movie is made with the so-called noise, and then I'll break down what the noise is. So... They are on this planet, what is it, New Earth? I believe they so accurately labeled it. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. (laughs) Try harder. Um, So when humans came to this planet, apparently our Earth is dying or whatever. We don't really get a full story on that. (laughs) Um, You get that people are migrating from one to another 60-year trip away, right? Yep. Um, All the men... Human males, I guess is a better way to say it, are all males of humanoid form, I guess. <laughs> you can see their thoughts outside of their head. And they never, like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't understand it. Did you guys feel like there they was They never say there. why it's a thing. Did you guys? Not once. Did you guys think that maybe there wasn't enough masturbatory thoughts in this? Because that would happen way more than what they should. No, of, of course right? that would have happened. Especially when a woman showed up for the yeah. first time in, I don't know, <laughs> 15 years yeah. minimum? Yeah. Well, yeah. Looking, almost, like, looking like almost, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, almost as, almost as old as our character is how long it's been since a woman's been there. Because that was when uh, his mother died. Was when he was like one yeah. year old or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's been a minute since any, since any women for, the, for these people that were seen. Mm-hmm. So, so what's your question? Because you said you were going to pose a question. Well, so the question that I have legitimately is we never get any sort of resolution to what the noise is, what it comes from, right? No, no, we don't. Why it only affects males. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, why it doesn't affect animals, but it affects other alien races. Yeah, because because the, the, 
the Skaggle or whatever the heck it is that they see, it has something going on too, right? Yes, you can see yeah. their noise. Yes. But you so, can't see a horse or the dog. Mm-hmm. So, it, well, I mean, I, I think I think an easy an easy way to like kind of like brush that aside for like whoever wrote this is, you know, it has to be like a, a sentience, the wrong word, but, you know, with enough intelligence to communicate, you know, through language. The dog is pretty damn intelligent, though. You're not wrong, but I think, you know, that, that's the explanation you're going to get from that, from someone on an official. No, OK. You know, so, is, is what I'd assume. And the other question that I have, when they show um, them bringing the, the, the craft, the scout craft to New Earth. Yeah. Why did it explode? We don't know. We don't know that something way. Like, wrong. we don't have any idea, right? Right? Nope. right? Something and all of a sudden, they're, they're descending as normal, and then everybody's flying around in this little capsule. Yep. I don't... Like, what happened? Nope. <laughs> they, they don't give you any... There is no explanation. There is there is not even seen like, oh, God, we're breaking up, or we hit something. Yep. Nothing. Nope. It's just everyone's dying, and then... <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't get it. It's a and then... And then, in some reason, as they're crash landing, she gets out of her seat. Yeah, she right? should totally be dead, <laughs> vaporized, <laughs> or at least smashed into just mush within the pod. Right. So you guys remember the, the one of the most laughable scenes ever in World War Z, where he's there, the only people that survived the plane yeah, crash because yeah. they're buckled in. She's not even buckled in, man. <laughs> yeah, she's not even buckled in. Uh... Oh my god! Yeah, this movie. This movie's a lot of a lot of plot convenience. A lot of just being pulled on this nice rail all the way through, and I think that's one of my biggest problems with it. But like, there was just so many things that didn't make sense, things out of convenience, and just like characters doing things that are against what the written character is as well. And I'll get into that, you know, once once it becomes relevant, but. I don't know. This movie is a mess. Wasn't this thing done in back in like 2017? Like, hasn't this been around for a while? It's been in the can for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been been reshot and stuff too, right? Since then, since it was like originally completed, like they came back and reshot some stuff and they changed. Yeah. It's been like, it's been in development for a while. Yeah. Well, it, so like we've seen this, we've seen things where we've been, we've been like, you know, ready to be disappointed and, and that kind of situation go the right direction. This is the wrong direction when this happens to a movie. This is a good example of like what a movie can go through and how it can just get butchered from whatever was the original design because this can't be it. This cannot be what this thing started out as. No, but it, you're right. It has been around for quite some time. I Craig, if I'm wrong, I, I, I would swear in my life that one time it, it had the Netflix logo on it. I don't remember if I that was know. true or not. I just, I just, I, I know there's uh, someone who was like one of the original writers of this movie is no longer even credited as a writer because there were so many changes. Jesus. And like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, sucks. yeah, like, sucks. like, like the original thing that was done, and then they went back and started rewriting things, and like they threw out so many things that like that guy's not even like credited as that. He's just credited as someone who worked on the movie. There's, there's a lot happened to this thing, I guess. But it, did, didn't, so, it, it just didn't. Okay, so give, give I have a counterpoint to that is. So Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, Demian Bisher, David Oyelowo, um, Cynthia Erivo. They got Ma- Mads. They got Mads. Mads. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. He's he's a I think he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, Mads is great. Ray, oh, you know, Ray. Chris, Ray, did you ever watch Polar? Yes. On Netflix, I love it. Yes. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Polar Polar is just like another John Wick. Like that's yes. all you know, and that's all it, it needs more, to be. It was it was John Wick, but like more comic book. Mm-hmm. Without, who was the girl in that? Was that Selena Gomez? 
The girl in it? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? No, I think Van- so. No, it was Vanessa. Vanessa oh, Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens. That's right, Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those. Oh, Selena Gomez. She was in that movie. She was in that. Was that Netflix movie we watched Roger with Paul Rudd about the kid who? Yeah, yeah. He was. He was in that one. Okay. Um. So the cast is. This is, a, this is an award-winning cast here. <laughs> Something happened. And, and we, oh, we forgot to mention, Roger, you can put this up as a hashtag when we post the episode. Nick Jonas. Is oh, God. oh, yeah, I forgot that he's in here for like 45 seconds of nothing. No, no, he's in here for a lot more than that. But, but I mean, he doesn't do anything. He plays like the dumb the, idiot son. The biggest like, bitch boy understand. that's ever bitch boy, maybe? Maybe he was. Maybe he was added in. Maybe he was one of the rewrite characters. I mean, if they did That's rewrites, they, I mean, crap. yeah, because he never really, he never really was anywhere that influenced any. He was never in any of the action sequences, was he? I mean, he rode no. a horse around. No, yeah, he was never in any any actual action. But every, but every, everything he did could have been shot after shooting everything else. You know what I mean? Like every, that's my point with him. Yeah, you're is, right. Yeah, probably. He may have been, and he they may have brought him in as like a name. Just we got to get, you know, maybe he was brought in because he's Nick Jonas. Yeah, no, I, I, you know what? Thinking about it, yeah, you're right. He's not in any direct action scene, really, in this whole thing. I don't think so. I mean, that could be wrong, but he sh- he shoots a guy or two, and he blows up, and he blows up a cabin. The he, end. He has the one scene with Daisy Ridley when they're alone in that cabin. Yeah, and that's kind of it. Yeah. Anything, well, the only thing of real relevance. And how about Daisy Ridley, who, by look, by all accounts, should be a mega star right now, but is not because of Star I, I Wars. Mean, she's fine in this movie, right? But like, that—that's all she is—is is fine. I mean, yeah. I mean, Tom Holland is 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 the pull, and Mads Mikkelsen—they're the two pulls here. So let's talk about the things we like real quick. Do you guys have anything? Like, like, what did you enjoy about this film? Roger, like, like, you got anything? Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll just for Roger why, why you think I, I can really appreciate the Doug Lyman action touch. It, it, it had some of those sequences that every time you see a, a Doug Lyman sequence, it reminds me of Bourne every time. Hmm. So well, that's the, one of his movies too. So that's my point. Yeah. Is like at least with the story being hatched up and what it is you can at least i thought the 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 choreography and the act sequences weren't t- weren't were pretty great i would say weren't terrible but he deserves more of a weren't terrible i mean pretty good they were they were as they should have been in a doug lyman movie yeah but nothing yeah. really happens in this movie to showcase that to it's like what to like what it could be no. you know you get you i mean like i don't know some of the action scenes that we're talking about here is literally just people riding horses and shooting guns which, which weird which guns forget. too. Weird, weird, yeah, weird guns. yeah. But but don't like like it looked it. They all looked good, but like there's just nothing that happens. Sure. It did look good. I, I gotta say, it does look phenomenal. I mean, it, I mean, it, can't it does. Say it, it does. Like a lot of the landscape shots are nice. You know, w- w- when they come across, you know, like the thing they're seeking near the end, it's like they make it feel as scaled as 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 they want it to, and it's it does look kind of awesome. Especially when, uh, when Tom Holland's character is climbing, like it, it makes you go, hmm. All right, yeah, that could house four thousand people. So it is kind of I mean, cool in that. It'd be sense. a lot better if he had used his Spider-Man abilities to climb that. <laughs> Would have been faster, at least. Do you? Okay, so we're talking about <clears throat> the cast now, real quick. So Cynthia Arivo as Hildy. Completely wasted in that role. What a waste of a gigantic great actress. Yeah, yeah. What, complete. Anyone. I mean, I'm not saying anyone could have done that, but I'm saying it didn't have to be 
Cynthia Erevo, who is she's very good and she's on fire right now. I mean, well, she's well, everywhere. Well, I mean, anyone could have done done it in the way that they wrote that character. You know what I mean? Like you could you could have you could have inserted anyone and they could have got that job done. You know, but like for have her as that character, why not have that be a little bit more impactful? Especially if you did rewrites. But same like, same with the David Oyelo character. I mean, you didn't. He's Aaron. He didn't. I mean. He is also incredible. I mean, he's, he was Selma, uh, a United Kingdom, the Queen of Kata. He's He is also very he good. Was, it, I think it, his character was wasted. In that's this. my point, though. Is so He doesn't really – I don't know if it's wasted. It just doesn't make any real sense. To have him in this – yeah. Just, I mean, so something happened hold between – no, you know The character really itself doesn't make any sense. Is when he is burning to death. Spoiler. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to baptize my fire. <laughs> like, that's his thought that screams through his head before he dies. <laughs> I appreciated that. Like, so much that I laughed hysterically. So, like, uh, like that's a good example of one of the things I don't like. Okay, I mean, okay, things I liked visually. This movie's awesome. Tom Holland's amazing. You know, Mad Mickelson's great. The end. Everything else sucks. So, the, the issue with... Fair. The issue with 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 the preacher character is they had something that could have been way deeper and way more intricate and have and like they built up this like this kind of tension with this character and then it was almost like the the climactic moment for that for that interaction was like there happens and is gone. Boof. <laughs> like that's it. Like wh- like why have this build up with this character and this back and forth between him him and the mayor and all this stuff and like this idea of 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 a, of a religion and he's the preacher and he's always on fire in his mind and all this cool possibility of shit and then it just goes to literal shit. Well, how is that the outcome? Well, but I mean, again, we're talking about a movie that was you know the script was rewritten there reshoot. You don't I mean. The re- you don't know what was originally. That's the problem with these movies that, you know, I mean, one very recent in the news, the Justice League rehash, the original movie is like an hour and 45 minutes and the recut is four and a half. I mean, there's, it's going to be a very different movie. But the same with this is if this has been around for so long, it's been re-looked at, rehashed, retooled. You don't know what was taken out. You don't know what was yeah, edited. We don't know what, what this story was supposed to have been and I would bet I would imagine Chaos Walking was supposed like cuz you can tell with the cast with the kind of money they put behind this that this was supposed to be a first of many or at least a few so maybe they re- maybe then when they realized guys this isn't going to do anything maybe then when they rewrote it to be a self-contained story and end where it does I guess. Maybe maybe that's what it happened. Maybe that's what all these characters. I mean, it you know, could still be something else, but you know, after watching this, it doesn't deserve it. And God, I hope it doesn't get it. Well, it's just a waste of money. I mean, why would you put money behind something that that barely made fourteen in the you know in the first two weeks of release, rather than? I mean, I I wouldn't, but I don't have a movie studio, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. Hollywood does. You know, they choose weird things, put money behind sometimes. They don't make a lot of sense to us, but. I just feel like this movie did a lot of work to try to make you care, and I just didn't care. And then, like, they take the cheapest shots to make you care a little bit more. Well, so one of the things that I question thoroughly is about this whole alien race of what the – what are they? The Scabble? Scobble? Skaggle. What do they call them? Skaggle. Skaggle? Yeah. First off, terrible name. Yeah, right. Uh, but, like, they set this whole thing as, like, they're the big bad guys. You see two of them the whole film. Yep. That's it. 
Well, I, I think the idea there was no, they, they, they weren't really the bad guys. I understand why they didn't really have that stuff. I get it. Like, his story makes that a reason, but mm-hmm. it's like, what the hell is this, man? Yeah. No, it, like, so I, I've made it clear that I'm itching for a good sci-fi movie. This was not it. So it's <laughs> just... No, but I mean, I'm sure you'll get it in the next few weeks. I mean, I, with... just, want, I, just, I just want Dune. Just give me Dune. <laughs> just yes. God, please make oh, that happen. That's what I wanted. That's what I was going to talk about earlier. You go on. You guys can keep talking. I was going to bring up the. I didn't see Dune. I didn't see Dune on the slate anymore. Oh no! Don't yeah. don't do this to me. <laughs> don't do this to me. I will. I will just expire. Maybe, hold on. Maybe I just overlooked it. But that's one. Like I was like, oh, I don't see that anymore. <laughs> I don't know. So I mean, this movie feels like it's it, it's a it's a lot of little stories mashed together that so much there's just so much convenience here and it's just dribbled in in in, in a row and in, i don't know well like one of my big problems is like uh the care like character drive and character motivation at one point tom holland goes into like the destroyed cabin that uh that viola was in mm-hmm. and takes her backpack says someone's gonna take this it might as well be me might as well be me he's given no character like sign that this is the that, that's that's the person he is it's just convenient for him to take the backpack so they do that and then well, it's just unnecessary dialogue too if he like just grabs the backpack i wouldn't have thought anything of it but the stupid line yeah <laughs> stupid yeah line. no rest rest know. rest assured gentlemen it's it's in october 1st i was looking in december okay, like, where's dude and and then another another big thing that really drove me nuts was they start out this movie with making like driving it into that Tom Holland's character like idolizes this mayor, you know, like he's, you know, the mayor likes me. He wants him to like him. He wants to be useful for him, you know, all this stuff. And it begins that way. And you keep on visiting that. And then it goes nowhere else. Well, not only that, he stopped, he, he stops trusting the mayor for no reason yet. You know, he, all of a sudden he's working against the mayor. He's willing to run away, run this girl away out of nowhere, even though the people that he's lived with his whole life and he, and the person that he idolizes wants, wants that girl to not get taken away. And he knows it yeah. and he's going against all that all of a sudden. It's just so much stuff where it's like, what's happening? You know, one I, thing that I learned about this movie. What's that? My name is Todd Hewitt. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And, and okay. That's another thing. In the whole, uh, what, what do they keep saying? You know, hide your noise. Hide your noise, mm-hmm. was it? Or, yeah, so. Yeah, hide your noise. Hiding your noise isn't the same as thinking a different noise. No. <laughs> well, Changing so your noise is different okay. than hiding your noise. That's, that's one of the major issues I, I have with this movie, okay? Obviously, some of the older folks can contain their noise a lot better than the younger folks. I understand mm-hmm. that. Like, that makes yeah. sense to me. But there are times when i don't know when there's gunfire going on and there's hundreds of people running around and there's no noise oh that's true Not. yep mm-hmm. think about it all those guys that are at the the second uh well far branch mm-hmm. um that are they're, there and they're like gonna... when all the gunshots are going off and they're getting run around like you think be like oh i gotta do something good it's like there'll be noise all over the place right? yeah or, or even even when, when they're standing off i mean you're gonna have everyone's right. thoughts about the standoff right like people imagining that you, you what's gonna happen to begin with the dumbest blankest slate ever mm-hmm. yep that's true i didn't even think about that <laughs> and, and like that, that's a real issue with this movie a mm-hmm. real issue I think this is. I mean, movie. besides the fact that it's bad. Well, yeah. Well, this movie is. It's a. It's an adaptation from a book series. I think this is a movie that is that was just much better left on paper. 
it works as a book because you can the reader fills in all these blanks in their head you know they imagine that world they see everyone's noise even though it's not happening as they're reading this book when you try to push that on to the screen and make it a reality all of a sudden you run into the issue you just brought up about you know the gunfire or like when there's a standoff like what's going to happen in those scenes is you're going to see so much noise so much jumble yep. and it's not going to translate that way and then, well, I, and then you have the magic powers of some people with their noise where they can conjure illusions. Which, which you know what? I was down for that because that shows, you know, mastering that and, and how – Well, sure. I, I, I get what you're saying, but that came out of nowhere. It did. Like, you're right. No of it. And it only happens, what, twice? No, three times. Three twice. times. Uh, well, two times it actually matters. The snake, the fence, and then the standoff at the end. That's yeah. it. You know, and even the standoff at the end was cheap and stupid too, wasn't it? Because the standoff at the end, there's no, there was, there's been no clue that um, the mayor was troubled by his past, that he was, no. that he had any remorse for what he did. If anything, they've they've kind of made it clear that he he doesn't care that he's yeah. been a very self-serving and you know, yeah, all they did was tone down what made him a better character. Yeah, and then at the end, all of a sudden, he's troubled by all this and 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 doesn't know. Does, he's the smartest guy there, and he doesn't figure out what what Tom Holland's character, what Todd's doing. That he knows that yeah. these are just projections of his mind. Uh, come on, it's I all the just... circle. The circle is me. <laughs> you know what? The whole circle thing and what what that religion like implication could have been was the most interesting part of this movie. It wasn't even explored. Yeah, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even touched on. Nope. Nope. So again, I think this just suffered from they had a movie, maybe it was longer, and they said we got to cut it down and change some stories. I hate yep. this movie. Well, I want to give it. <laughs> I want to give it the benefit of the doubt, saying we were right in the fact that we remember it being in the can for a while, and hopefully that's the reason. Because if this is the cut they got, with the cut they wanted, then there's bigger issues at at, at, at hand. Yeah, I mean so. it's it's pretty terrible. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Well, let's move to score it then. Yeah, let's do that. I'll go first. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Three. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Three. I got the same exact score. It's getting a three. Good. I would have given it a four. Oh, uh, somebody has to be different. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> I like the I you know I like the Doug Lyman touch to it. Without Doug Lyman, this movie really would have been bad. Oh, I with mean, Doug Lyman, yeah. it's still bad. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's not as bad as it could have been, I guess. Because, you like, don't know that. Yeah, maybe. Well, here's the thing that makes me think you're probably right because I just watched The Tax Collector. It was written and directed by David Ayer. That movie is. Horse manure. See, I never watched it. Good. I couldn't even say the whole. Well, and then like it, this kind of got you know COVIDed, and then we never got around to it. Roger, miss anything? I assume Roger, you give. I assume you give uh, Tax Collector a one. Oh wow! I know, but that's. I mean, that's 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 really motivated. I never would have thought that anything David Ayer was involved in would be that bad, but. God Almighty! I just, but that's my point with Doug Liman is you might be right that even if Doug Liman's involved, it's still a turd. You know, maybe it's just a polished turd, but a polished turd is still a turd. Sure is. <laughs> so, yes. All right. Not 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 good for uh not not good for Chaos Walk. Not great, Bob. <laughs> Let's look at Cherry, the Apple TV original movie. Let's check it out. March twelfth, twenty twenty one. Uh, it has a good cast: Tom Holland. And he is, of course, the. Don't look at me. Tom Holland is the is is the, is the catch here. Um, he's the. Is this, this is a Tom Holland d- double feature weekend, so 
We have Sierra Bravo, Jack Rayner, who I love as Pills and Coke. Great name, by the way. Pills That's and an Coke. awesome name. Yeah, really an awesome name. Michael Raspoli, Jeffrey Wahlberg, Forrest, good luck. Michael Gandolfini and Thomas Lennon. Uh, of course, directed by, you know, the famous Russo brothers. Did Chris fall down? No, he can get some water, which I've instructed him not to do a million times during a podcast, but <laughs> that's okay. Anyway, let's let's move on. So, all right. Give me your first impressions, gentlemen. Um, I think Cherry is an interesting movie. Uh, I actually like Cherry a good bit. Um, I like the story behind it because I've, you know, I've seen that play out turns out it is based off somebody else's book of a true story yeah so i went and looked that up afterwards uh it's a terrible story well um, t- terrible as in it's it's a real downer yeah it okay. is um but the real short thing is this movie's probably about 30 minutes longer than it needed to be and i think that actually hurts this movie like they could have had the same movie come out and be you know 25 30 minutes shorter and i think it becomes just as impactful i hate this movie so, it, made me, it made me feel things that's a mm. good, that's a good thing. It makes you feel things. It's a good thing. I hate this movie. Whether it be for good or for evil, it's still a good thing. Uh, so yeah, this, this this was adapted from a very long novel, uh, and it's well, what I like about that is it is a book about a guy's experiences. You know, he does go through all the same ordeals he goes through in this, and that's. But knowing it's real, kind of, I think, lends it more credence, lends it more gravitas, as the word we used before, that wouldn't necessarily be there, and. I'm. I don't know if you guys are going to be in my camp, but I thought Tom Holland was excellent in this movie. Like almost, yeah, I think so. Yeah, almost above reproach. In this, you think he was better than Pills and Coke? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, a great name. I think Tom Holland carries this. You know, to be honest. Unfortunately, Emily doesn't. Sierra Bravo playing Emily. She needed to be. She needed to be the other anchor and. I just don't think her character was – I mean her performance was that other anchor, if that makes sense. Yeah, but she I, – I think I think when you're with Tom Holland, I think that's going to be hard to kind of shine equally. I mean I think I think they both do a good job. Tom Holland is definitely the star of this, and he does a better job. He, I mean I, you're definitely right. Roger, take two seconds and sum this bad boy up for us. Uh, well, short, uh, well, an overly long movie about a gentleman who ends up, um, doing some drugs, falling in love, ends up in the army, uh, gets addicted to drugs out of the army, becomes bank robber, still addicted to drugs, and then his downfall. Which, by the way, he makes look, he, he makes robbing banks look so easy. And these things... Also- I want to say something about that. So I've heard before that robbing a bank kind of is easy. Oh my goodness. But uh, it's the whole, because no, here's the thing. You don't ever get away with it anymore. Like people will just give you the money because they don't care, but you will always get caught. It may not be immediately. It's not like in the fifties where you could go on months without getting caught. (laughs) You know, they're going to find your face and that's it. He, he makes it I, I especially love when he the first time he hands the dollar bill that says I have a gun this is a this is a, a robbery he, he puts it upside down and backwards so he has to t- he has to take the, the dollar bill out of frame and then put it back into frame the right way I, mm-hmm. I did love that and one thing speaking of that one thing I did love about this movie is there are times this movie is hilarious oh my god like belly Absolutely. belly laugh hilarious 
Um, one example is when he's introducing his sergeant when he gets over into because this is in 2002. This is you know back when the right after the the, the, the towers went the, the, the towers were hit and you know this is that operation over there for um, he explaining his sergeant and I love mm-hmm. the cutaway shot. He's like here's here's my sergeant and it shows the sergeant in the car with a young girl. He's like he's from Iowa and he was the murderer. You know, like, I mm-hmm. thought that was so funny. I, I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard. Did you guys have yeah. any of those moments? Because there, there were like a dozen of those moments. I mean, I laughed really hard when he's high on ecstasy. And he's talking to her outside the, <laughs> yeah. out of the swing. I like He's like, jacket. those guys are dicks. <laughs> and he's like rubbing his, rubbing his hand down her jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I love it when, the, the, when he's in the car after they've just, him and Pills and Coke and their other friend have just robbed someone. But it's not, it's, it's not, it's not the pivotal robbery, but it's one of them. And Pills and Coke says, you're, you're a drug addict strung out on something. He says, she says like three bad things in a row. And then he just stares at the camera for like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like this is rock bottom right here. This is the yep. lowest I'm ever going to be. Yep. Uh, love when he's vomiting on himself. He's like, I'm just, I'm just hiccup or I'm just sneezing. Um, he's throwing up down his shirt. Yeah. And he no, looks he's all messed up on, uh, he's dope sick. He's like sweating yeah. profusely and he's like, I'm, sne- mm-hmm. I'm sneezing. I'm sneezing. Yeah, all that's really <laughs> funny. But again, so many of those cutaway shots are completely unnecessary. And like, I mean, I understand they're in there for comedy, but you could, if you cut out, I mean, I don't know if you can cut out 30 minutes, but you could very safely cut out 18 to 20 minutes and you have literally the same movie. Nothing changes except I, all the superfluous I, stuff. I think the setup in act one is just way too much time there. You don't need, you don't need the, his ex-girlfriend who is relevant for 14 seconds. You don't need as much build up with them as you do because you know, you can still have, you know boy, what though? You can have boy meet girl and still understand that, that, that they're in love and that, you know, all the things that happen still happen in this movie with the same weight to them. I, I will agree with the fact that you could have cut out the ex-girlfriend, but also hilarious moments where she's just like dancing on the pole at the middle of this party. Oh, yeah. And like all these dudes are up on her. So I'm just like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Uh, yeah. It, they all know my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> funny, funny how all these guys know my girlfriend better than I do. Um, what do you guys speaking of speaking of that direct thing, Chris? I think I know your stance on it, but the the narration. Oh, what do you what do you what do you guys? I, so one of I'll go first. One of my so big hilarious. Problems, one of my one of my big problems with this movie is the narration. I think it hurts it more than it helps it in in so many cases. There's 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 just a lot of like you're supposed to show and not tell, and there are so many things that they just straight hammer on your head when they could have just shown it. You know, or that the narration was unnecessary. It kind of ta- it kind of pulls you out for a second. I don't know. I understand well, the use of some of it is good, but here they use a lot of it. They don't need. I think it hurts. They had the um. They had the. They broke the fourth wall a lot, which is okay. I'm okay. But then they had that. the narration on top of it. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like you have to choose one or the other. I'm okay with them doing both. To be honest, I can appreciate the the, the different looks. They just overdid it and they over narrated because uh, I think the example I said to you, Grayson, where they he calls uh, his friend over to look at the safe because and like he they, they drive in you with the with the dialogue because he worked for a locksmith 
And it's not even relevant. They just throw the damn thing out the window because he can't figure it out. Well, so what's the matter? They do have the extended scene where he's got his ear laying against it like like some sort of master safe cracker. He's like, I don't know. I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that because that's what a bunch of uh, bunch of drug addicts would do. <laughs> Try, trying to get at drugs? Yeah, of course they would. I love uh, when they bust it open like the light from God shines down. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all that's funny, but is it necessary? Yes. To tell the story. That's necessary. 100%. So that so that scene's okay. I think it's relevant. I just don't think you need you needed the narration again. I that's where I I believe it gets it hurts the movie more than it helps. The scene where they dump all the drugs and it wasn't the cops was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it's I, like. He's like, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just messing with you, man. He's like, you said you were the cops. They dump like eighty thousand dollars oh. <laughs> pills oh, and coke down. Oh. The they thought they were gonna die, and then they thought they were gonna die again. Oh, <laughs> that's that's right. When he when he opens the door, I love when she rips the bag of cocaine open and it just dumps down her shirt yep, all over her. <laughs> yeah, and then just covered in cocaine. Right after that, that's when pills and coke walks in the room and he's like sack tap and taps him in the in the ball sack. Oh yeah, it's right <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean Pilsen Coke is one of my favorite characters only because like he is like the bro drug dealer of the you know he is definitely a frat boy drug dealer that or what what I imagine Cade Yeager to actually be like is Pilsen mm-hmm. Coke. So that, I mean think think about it. Pilsen Coke how would you describe Pilsen Coke in one sentence? I mean frat boy drug dealer works. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I think I'm you're in it. Uh, that's my point, though. Is like, and for as much as we're talking about some of these scenes that were funny, there are some really horrendously heartbreaking moments too that are. It's very difficult to watch. Um, especially, I mean, the scene, the pivotal scene when he's trying to get her to go away from him at the train station. That wasn't nearly as emotional as I wanted it to be, and that and and that may have anchored. That may have been on the fact that she couldn't reciprocate the performance that he was giving. Only because he was giving it, and maybe she's written in a way that she wasn't supposed to. But I wasn't getting it from her. Is that if that makes sense? I wasn't getting that vibe. But no, I think I think that scene was done about how it would it was going to happen. I think that was, I I I personally believe that scene was hit right on the head. Okay, fair. Just just because that's the mindset. <laughs> that's it you know? i'm gonna get and, high and, with or without you and then yeah, yeah. I, we, we, yeah and it's always going to be easier with you know that it, it, it's a dependency thing not only on the substance but on, on the person and then on top of that it's going to be easier that way as well because it's just the way that it works right now you know they don't want to change their circumstance because that might not happen the same way it's always happened i think a lot of that it, it's exactly what's what's gonna what's gonna be seen in that situation i don't think i don't think it that needed to be acted any different way. It's just so nonchalant and just straight forward on the mindset of that part of their lives that it does make sense. Oh, goodness gracious. I, don't... I, I, I think the story of how they got there is, is the harder part because, you know, she's only there because she couldn't figure out how to, how to help him, which, which wasn't her job in the first place. Don't get me wrong. But, no. You know, but out of desperation and out of, out of that, you know, that hope for what was there that she ends up just, you know, going down that, that path with him instead of, you know, them finding a way out. That's, you know, the tragedy of, of those two has already happened. They're just letting you see all the hard parts, you know, until it comes to its conclusion. And I think that scene that you're talking about the train station, I think that hits, that hits just the way it's supposed to. All right. I I think you and I see the scene a little differently. You're, you, you see it as it played out with her as a junkie. 
I was hoping it was going to be them as <clears throat> going back to before the drugs that they loved each other but without drugs in the picture. But they handled it with her being a junkie, with him being a junkie still. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I just want to – yeah, no, they are – yeah, they're both junkies, which, I mean, that's part of the harder – and I think some of the lovelier moments come from the come from the drug aspect. Um, I mean, with, if you want to talk about – I think one of the greatest – there are two wonderful montages in this movie. It's the first one, I think, being in – where are they? Were they Kuwait? They're in, oh, they're in Iraq. They're in Afghanistan, Iraq, that area. And when when the when the the bomb blows up one of the the vehicles, yeah, is when he loses. That was like, pretty hard. To that win. was yep. Yeah, I mean, and you knew it was coming. You knew of, it was coming. Of course, you knew it was coming. The second he doesn't go, you know it's coming. That was that that shot of him running towards towards the Humvee. That was yeah. That was one of the most powerful twelve seconds of watching a man run of my life. More more impactful than 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 watching Bolt. I love how he just sits there on his knees, like staring at his friend him him Jimenez, who just like, look, Sergeant, I told you we should like. He even told his sergeant we shouldn't do this three different times. Yeah, which <clears throat> I didn't know you were able to talk back to your sergeant like that, but maybe I'm. Oh, you're not. But there's a, there's a reason why he wasn't in the Humvee. And it's because he was talk because of all the crap he gave his sergeant. He was yep. he was stuck there for four hours waiting instead of you know getting going going on the ride and getting back to camp and then coming back out. Yep. Mm. His punishment was that and led him to not die. Yep. I, I almost found the Iraq portion of this. I mean, they spend the majority of the time on the on the on the being being at home and loss. Rather, I actually pref- like. Pref- kind of love the medic portion of, of this because it was the whole thing that he, I mean, you, you knew it was coming after he signs up for the army. Then she comes back and says, you know, it was my mistake. I'm sorry. I love you. And then, you know, he, I he's also already, thought you know. that was hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, I decided I'm going to stay and he's like, Oh God, <laughs> I mean, it's up for the army. I'll bet you that's a pretty, I bet you that's a pretty common thing. Among you know what though? You know, what that tells Why me, you, do that? you know, what it tells me it's all the girl's fault. No, stop that, stop that. Repeatedly. No, no, stop that. In this movie specifically, it it, it just keeps on coming back to her decisions, you know what I mean? Come on. (laughs) Stop that, stop that. (laughs) Um, No, it's just, well, she's just doing whatever it thinks is right for him. And, you know, I mean, it's, there's a different way to tell this story. One they didn't choose was, and they kind of did with with her mother, which I I love that conversation that he has with her mother. Uh, If you really love my daughter, you will just plumb walk away from this. And you will never talk to her again. I kind of, yeah. res- I kind of respect that as a, as, as looking at it from a parent's point of view. Is those are those are real scenarios that unfold a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't when she, we, when she started talking about if you don't, I'll destroy you. I was like, okay, you just you just took all the all the emotion out of this. I think, <clears throat> but I mean, it's one of those things that. <laughs> I, now this is just me just guessing, and and I don't want to downplay the whole junkie thing because it, it is a serious, you know, addiction is a serious thing. But I wonder is my question is it's not just putting your mind to it and stopping isn't an option, is it? No, it is not. No, yeah, okay, not. I I didn't think it was, but I'm just um, I mean, same with like I mean I've had a friend like dealt with alcoholism, and I'm like, dude, you just stop drinking. He's like, it's not that simple. You don't understand. Nope. Can't. So I mean, I get Especially it a little when bit. You start to get sick. 
Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is something that they actually portray in this movie quite a bit. Yep. The reason a lot of junkies can't quit is because you get sick because your body becomes too dependent on it. And the easiest way for you to feel better is to get messed up again. That's a cycle that just never ends. Well, so, uh, I, I mean, they show it in a really powerful way, I think, when he when he's in the car with the um the basic basically the overlord of the whole situation that he's in and he tells him, you know oh, black? Yeah, yeah, and he tell he tells him, you know, I'll get your money. I just need to get right first. And that's Yep. once again that's him saying, you know, I I I I can do this, but I need to be high. And I th- what was it? Um Haunting on Hill House uh, portrays of the whole how bad it can be, like the addiction cycle and just wanting to get one, get right one more time thing. It does a good job of that as well with, uh, with the twins. Hmm. With, so it's, it's just, it's a, it's a really heavy thing. Oxycontin. That's the drug he was on. Wasn't Oxycontin for, for a lot of them. He was on a lot of drugs. You were on a lot of drugs at that point. Uh, I, I, I did love that uh, exchange with him and black in the car, because when he says, I just need to get right again. Black just keeps staring forward, and he extends his right arm and just has a little bag of, of whatever that is. And it's like wow, like that was such a good, such yep. a good dialogue exchange in the car. Because and I love he's like, if you're gonna kill me, can you just can we go somewhere else? And then he says, you know, he's you know, like, you know, neighbors. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, for, for the neighbors. <laughs> but that was pretty. Fun. That was a good way to bring a little bit of comedy to it. Otherwise. Very heavy situation. Levity. <laughs> Did you guys love the whenever there was like a name tag or or like a there was a name the tag or there the was a all like shitty bank. <laughs> oh yeah, those. But it was all whenever there was a name tag or like a, a a plaque on a desk. It always said Doctor Whomever or Mister Who Whomever or it was just one of the, it, it would always Whomever was always the name tag or the, the 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 name plaque on the desk. It was never there was never actually a name on anything. Which I thought I think there's cool. two ways to think about that. I think one way is that it's it's because no one else like these people in the story He's, don't don't really matter, or it, it's to generalize the fact that this could be anybody and happening to anybody. Anybody can follow all this crap. I, I have a third point of it though. He could have been so high he doesn't remember their names. Hmm, that's yeah, true. that's probably. I mean, I'm, I'm imagining that, especially when they use the when they use the the really stylized technique of you know the lights on the teller, and then all of a sudden, you know, she's in the dark, and then when he finally figures something out about the situation she's all in the light you know i mean that's a very stylized way to, way to do it so i mean i think it's, it's all about when he discovered when his character learns certain things that's when certain things start happening and I, I mean did you guys love the i mean the red obviously very signifying of something do you guys love the beginning like the almost like the tunnel vision through the lens of like a, when when he was looking at her everything else was out of focus except you her mean, in the center you mean during the the, the colon the colon exam I mean, in the I mean, one <laughs> oh, you mean the yeah when he was looking up his butt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we get it. We get it. Doctor, his only job was to look into my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there's some really funny names. So, I mean, if you haven't watched, there's some really funny names oh, for what man. the drill sergeants call certain things. But oh god, we won't, yeah. we won't go into those. But they're but know that they're really funny. Um, yeah. yeah. Wait. So you guys didn't didn't remember, remember like the tunnel vision? I remember when he's no, just staring it, yeah. at her from afar. Yeah. yeah, like everything else is out of focus. Like I just love that. I just think that's a great way to like because when you're when you're that young, really nothing else really does matter except you know romance in the moment. So I, mean, I thought that was an interesting way to do it too. But, I love his overly awkward conversation with him for the first time, and he just starts rambling on about his girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> For like, why would you even say that, you idiot? <laughs> well, he was on Oxy. He was on uh, 
was he? Was he on? No, he wasn't even high then. He was just in class. Oh, oh, that was right after class. Right, right, right after you're right. class. Yeah, you're right about that. It's like I'm supposed to go see my girlfriend. She's like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell your girlfriend I said hi. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, not cool. Mm. What are some things you guys hated in this movie besides Chris? You said the um, narration. Like, see, I didn't hate the length. I don't. I don't know why you always hate the length. No, it's too long. No, the, this one is a little long. Like I said, they could have cut the first act down. They could have shortened up some uh, some other stuff too to make this about two hours. Now, are, are you saying just a question, Roger? Are you saying it's too long because the movie doesn't need to be that long, or because yes. you, you just don't like lengthy movies? I can. I will gladly watch a lengthy movie if it needs to right. be that long. This movie does not need. No, to be I long I movies. agree. I agree. It's it's two hours and thirty minutes. I think could safely be cut down to two hours and ten minutes. A solid two hours probably would have been fine. Find twenty five or thirty minutes and whack it out of this movie, and it works the same. Just as impactful. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're probably not wrong about that. I mean, you get rid of all the funny stuff, then. No, you don't. Uh, the no, funny you don't. Stuff stays. No, you get you get you get rid of the minute and fifteen seconds he he takes to whack off in the portage on. You know, you cut those <laughs> scenes out. Yeah, I I guess we could have done with a little less of that, but I mean, that's also like driving home. Also hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny. It definitely is funny. I mean, some of that, a lot of that Iraq stuff could have been cut out. Very no, deep. see, I think the Iraq stuff is some of the most powerful stuff in the movie that sets. I mean, it's some crap. of the stuff that really defines him as who he is. Yeah. And again, it, the whole his, the whole situation of him being in the army is because of what's what this up in the first act. So then right, no, that, I, I, I get that. It. Well, you could that scene when they're in the. I mean. You could take five minutes out of the Iraq portion; it would be probably fine. yeah, yeah. I mean, in fairness, yes, there's yeah. things you could trim sure. from there. You definitely and, listen. There's there's plenty of stuff that could be cut out of everywhere here. Yeah, yeah. About twenty minutes, I think, could be safely cut cut out of this. Which yep. that's kind of a big deal. Twenty minutes is a big deal. Well, I mean, not so, when a movie's two thirty. <laughs> so the four hour Snyder cut, but you know what? Sometimes mm-hmm. they feel like all it has to be there. So we got what we got. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we'll talk about that eventually. But I'm just. <laughs> I want it to be if, – if the movie's good, then, you know, good for them. But I don't think that's the case. I'm actually sure it's not the case. So, I mean, I, I – okay, getting, getting back to, you know, the whole cherry thing. The, the last scene of this movie, what did you guys think? Oh, that's the all the, shot. the montage. What's, I mean, I love the last – oh, you put the last montage no. is, is he's okay. on the outside. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I mean, you can start. Let's start with the montage, but then no. I mean, like, I mean, like the last scene when he's getting out, when he's outside. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was. I'm good with it. Yeah, I thought that was exactly where they should have been. Did you? Guys... I'd like to see a little bit more after that, like another minute. Yeah, you guys... two things. Two things. I have never once in my head, in any kind of movie, so desperately wanted someone to show up that was supposed to show up in the scene. And I don't yeah. know why. I I just kept on thinking, please let her show up. Please let her show Actually, up. Actually, you know please what? Let you know her what we really need to talk about at the, the last scene is his mm. mustache. Well, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This is, this is my second thing. Did I, did you guys not get the uh, – um, what was, was it? Uh, Nacho Libre vibe? No, of course not. last scene? <laughs> of course His I hair, I the that, mustache, yeah. and the look? Like, it, the smile, it's all there, right? I, mean, I can't be the only one. No, the, the similarity is there, but trust me, Nacho Libre was not an inspiration for this. You don't, you don't think that was a cameo? No, I, I really... Sorry. What cameo would that have been? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, man. Let's not, stop talking about Nacho Libre. It's, I'm like, I think that movie's hilarious, but many people do not agree with me. I do not agree with you. That I know. Awful. I mean, it's awful, but it's also hilarious. Um, let's Okay. Yes, that scene is... Yes, you're, you're you're right. I mean, that is when the narration 
should have been more and we got less narration. But I mean, we got more visual, which is nice because like the visual is what sells it in the end. You know, I mean, but Roger's right. Another minute or two of them re trying to get life back together as a wholesome. Don't you want to know what she was doing? Well, we don't. Does it matter? At least in some some form. At, we, I mean, at some point, a lot of smack. No, they were both clean at that point. What are you talking about? No, leading up to. She was clean for sure. You have no idea if she was clean. She. By the end of that movie, that last shot is telling you. They're both no, it's, it's implied. You don't know. No, well, fine, but that last shot is is implied that they're at both that clean point. At on. that point, yes, but no, 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 they don't know. The point of this movie is they don't relapse. The point of the ending is they don't. The point of any movie ending is where they leave you is where you have to assume the characters will be forever. I don't assume anything. Yes, you sorry. do. Every romantic comedy that ends. <laughs> this ain't a romantic comedy, bro. But it just this is the complete opposite of this. This is, this is a, fr- a framework. That last shot tells you, okay. They are going to live life together. What I'm non-drug addicted, no more I'm, drugs. What I'm saying is, while he's in prison, she did. A, she probably did a lot. Of, a lot more smack. Is what I, I don't. Is, is I, what I, I don't think she did because she. Uh, I bet she did. I bet she did. <laughs> fine, but I mean, that is literally. Thanks, Roger. Thanks, Roger. Appreciate that. That is so irrelevant to, to, <laughs> to this movie. It's incredible. Um, I mean, you don't. Who cares what she was doing? The point is, he and she are king. I care. Um, but he cares. That last montage, very lengthy, but I think had to be the way it was. I like no, I, I like I like the last montage. It it it, it like it's like it shows the it's growth. Like four minutes. You know, yeah, and it shows the growth of a very long period of time, which they could have done at some other points in this movie, but it's fine. No, I mean I loved how the last. It was the same. It was the same piece of music that played during when his uh, when he was running towards the yep. his friend mm-hmm. in the in Iraq. Uh, and even after that, I mean, for like minutes after that in the Iraq thing, when he, you know, Pebbles, remember, remember Pebbles? Yes. Yeah, I remember, I, I remember <laughs> Pebbles. With the MRE. Um, I thought that was really interesting too, how, I mean, it goes without saying, but when he gives, when he, because all the all the boys take, never let her get anything. And then of course he singles Pebbles out and gives her the MRE. And all, and the, taken from her. And not only taken from her, but she, she, she's punched and she falls down. <laughs> and then his sergeant's like, wow, you really made her day. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I shouldn't laugh about that. That's terrible. I know, but I mean, so yes, I love the last montage. I think the last shot is just what this movie needed to end on. Is mm-hmm. that you know, it's just it's one of those. Just it is a well chosen ending. I mean, we're not we didn't spoil it or anything, but no, I, mean, I, I, I kind of did, I guess. The ending works, and I mean, and it gives the implication of more smack. So. No, stop saying that. There's no more smack <laughs> in the future of these two people from that point on. <laughs> Jeez, what is with you and Smack, man? <sighs> I like Cherry. I I, I do. We're, to, we're I'm talking about you know now we're talking about it as a as a as a more of a whole thing. It could have been shorter, but I like what they what the Rousseau brothers were trying to do, and thankfully it shows me that outside the Marvel universe they can make other movies. I will go so far as to say it's the best movie I watched out of the two movies I watched this week. <laughs> there you go. No, that's strong. I like that. That's strong. That you know, very strong. It's a good stance. Good stance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very impactful. Mm. I, you know, I mean, what about that last shot with him in the? I mean, I thought that was a beautiful sequence. Also, I mean, just this movie's got several wonderful sequences. You yeah, know, when mean, when he tells the when he tells the teller you need you need to hit the alarm button. Yeah, uh, and he just stands there. Yeah, and how, about he, when he's, how about when he gets uh, 
pills and coke, and he just throws the money against the door. He's like, you're supposed to trap me in between the doors. Oh, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, he turns around and said, really? You locked the gunman in with people? He's like, are, are you... I have a loaded gun, sir. He's like, are you retarded? He's like, are you retarded? Lock me in between the two doors, not on the side where people are. I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ridiculous. But I mean, okay, so can you... Is that moment of comedy needed for the rest of the movie? It's not even comedy, though. I, I, I like. Do you? Do we? Think I think that's just him comedy? being frazzled, yelling at somebody. Honestly, I don't know if that was intentional comedy. But if you cut that out, does it matter? Is my point. Well, I think it would matter if you cut that part out there because it does prove a point. Like he's kind, of, he's really on edge, <laughs> and you know it could have went way worse for a lot of people than it did. I think it's also there to to drive home the point that he's not there to hurt people. He's there because he has to be. And he just he, needs and, the money. Yeah, he like he has no desire to, to, to be there longer than he has to to cause anyone harm. You know, he doesn't want to get caught either, obviously, but he's you know, he's of his he's of enough right mind to not put to not want to put people at risk and they're showing that he's he's holding on to that humanity, I think is what it is. Well I mean in the opening narration when when he's when you open with him robbing a bank, he says most of the time you're gonna be sticking up women, so you gotta be polite. Which, yeah. I, which I thought was kind of you know a good way to start the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, there's there's a lot here to, to dissect and dive and dive dive into. But is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we move into scoring it? No, I think we're good. Score it. Um, yeah. Did you love how he stops to, at the end? How he stops to? Uh, I just thought that whole sequence when he he just he he threw the money at the guy and then walked by the bank, shot the gun off, and just sat down. I don't know why he got high. That's what I don't understand. Because you got to get right one more time. Yep. I don't know. It's just something that, as a story beat, I don't know if I would have chosen that. But uh, it's some. There's a there's a statistic. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's something like eighty percent of all drug addicts that go to rehab, they show up to rehab high because they got to get right one more time before they go in and get and fix themselves. Because they can't imagine that right headspace. They can't imagine starting it out already knowing they're going to detox. Oh my. Okay, fair. I mean, I I, I guess when you say that, it makes sense. He knew he was going to prison, so he's just got to get right one more time before he goes to prison. (laughs) Listen, you're going to get detoxed in prison, bro, and it ain't going to be fun. (laughs) Which which, which they showed that. Not going to be fun. Yeah, they really. I mean. Him like rocking back and forth on it, but that that was when the montage. Yeah, Yeah, he 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 literally shit himself and then puked all over himself. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. that's great. That's wonderful. All right, let's (laughs) let's let's move to score it. Okay. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, sure. Uh, For 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 me, after a lot of thought, Cherry is a five five. I can recommend it to anyone. It's got some wonderful sequences. Uh, It's just not quite to a six. And it, and it does run, I've said it a dozen times on this particular episode, it's about 20 minutes. To, you can easily cut out 20 minutes and be fine. And that's a major problem. It's not just, cutting out 20 minutes isn't like, oh, I'll, you know, it can be an eight, but it's 20 minutes too long. No, you, you, you cannot be above a six and you can, you can get rid of 20 minutes and still be the same movie, right? I mean, that's that's fair. That sounds fair. Okay, fair. Want me to go, Chris? Or you want to yeah, go? Yeah, no, you go second. All right, so I think this movie is basically the definition of a five. Uh, it's just to the point where I liked it, and I'll recommend it to people. But I understand this movie's not going to be for everyone. Um, 
rightfully so. I do think I will have more people that if I recommend it that they actually watch it might enjoy it. I don't, but it's not an Oscar winner. It's just not a bad movie. So Jerry's the definition of a five for me. I hate this movie. It made me feel things. Seven. Oh, Seven. good for you, Chris. Wow. I'm proud of you. See, my whole debate was six or five, five. Um, it started out as seven, you know, when I first watched it, but then like I thought about it, like, ah, how can I possibly give this a seven? But but I mean, no, if, I, if you could, if you could somehow like in I, your head I, do it, then I, fine. I connected with this movie, and I and I hate every second of it. Once again, I I, I texted two people and checked it. I checked on two people because of this movie. So no, nope, I hate this movie. It made me feel. I'm done Good. with it. But I mean, stop saying you Get hate it, it. You always didn't hate it, you. But you just it made you feel things. It's just uncomfortable, I guess, right? I mean, I I think I'm more saying that I hate feeling things more than <laughs> more than I'm saying that I hate the movie. All right, fair, fair. I I get that. I, yeah, I get that. But I mean, we can, we can all agree that Tom Holland is a is a tour de force when it comes to acting. He's good at crying. He's got a great range, is what I'm saying. He's great good at range. crying. Yeah, the best thing is he's still young. He's it's just like he's a 36 year old playing a. He's good at doing smack. Yeah. That too. That too. And vomiting on his shirt and continuing the bank robbery. <laughs> I sneezed. <laughs> I sneezed, sir. Can you please turn back around? I sneezed. The, ne- the next time someone throws up out of this group, you better say I sneezed. <laughs> Doesn't happen. I don't care what the setting is or where oh, you're well. at. You think that's like a common occurrence? <laughs> I sneezed I, I, around, thrown up in like five years. <laughs> just say it. When it happens, it better it better be with that afterwards. All right, this has been episode 218 of For Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast of your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Please check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. And I am Christopher Bond. Thank you, Chris. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube and send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com if you ever disagree with any of our analyses. And next week, we're going to be checking out The Courier, that's theatrically, and Yes Day on Netflix. Oh, no. You're going to make me watch Yes Day?